coming up on this episode of the Venus Cuckoldress podcast. Asses do not have orientations, okay? Right. Not only gay and bisexual men can feel pleasure in their asses. We're talking about physiology here. I mean, have some fun there. Seduce that ass. Tease it until your partner's begging you. But it's not an automatic. You absolutely can do pegging as one more way to sensually make love. You totally, totally can. There are toys out there that can vibrate you internally and externally and have little targeted clit stimulators. I mean, holy crap. There's a lot of choices out there. So in terms of orgasmic pleasure, absolutely, that's a possibility. I have watched pegging videos The women look uncoordinated as fuck. It's like we're not used to (laughs) fucking, like moving our body. That's exactly right. Right? One of the misconceptions, a big one, about pegging is that you cannot continue to be a cock owner with. Um, in a relationship and be dominant and also receive pegging that somehow pegging is inherently submissive no it's not I mean it requires a little bit of creativity and the, the part that trips people up is that it is not uncommon in relationships with a man and a woman for the woman rarely if ever to have seen their man vulnerable You are now listening to the Venus Cuckoldress podcast, a place to learn all things cuckolding for the curious, the passionate, and the sexually empowered woman who wants it all. Go to venuscuckoldress.com. You'll find the new Queen's Quarters fan destination. Book a one-to-one chat with me, listen to the private podcast, and even get access to my secret Snapchat group, where I share some of my most intimate encounters. Now sit back, make yourself comfortable, and let's dive right into this episode. Welcome to this episode of the Venus Cuckoldress Podcast. I'm your host, Venus. Thanks for joining me for this one. Okay, this one, I have been waiting to do an episode about pegging for so long. And I have the perfect guest on the show today, Miss Ruby Ryder from PeggingParadise.com, who's going to talk about Pegging. And I have to give a special shout out to one of my helpful cuck tier supporters. His name is Sean. It was his recommendation is the reason why I have Ruby on the show today. So he is the one who said, hey, Ruby would be a great guest to have on the show. And I often ask my helpful cuck group supporters uh, for their suggestions on who they would like to have on the show. It's just one of the perks of membership for supporting the podcast with that tier. So thank you so much, Sean. 
And pegging. Well, pegging. <laughs> pegging and cuckolding go together. Not all the time, but a lot of the times they do. And I had my own experience with pegging and it was shocking for me because I never thought I would like it. And I turns out love it. So <laughs> you never really know. I was curious. So I put a poll out on uh, Twitter and Instagram and I said, Hey, this is a poll for all of the fellas out there. What do you, what, what are your opinions on pegging when it comes to receiving from a woman? I was really curious to know, like, how do you feel about it? So the results are not final yet, but they will be by the time this show is aired. But so far, interesting results. So, Yes was the answer from 65%. They're like, yes, sign me up, pegging for sure. These guys are, they're down for it. Um, 20% said maybe, but I'm nervous about it. Okay, okay. And only 14% answered no, no way. <laughs> I was like kind of surprised because in the Venus Connections matchmaking service, uh, I ask about pegging. It's one of the kind of kink dynamics that I do ask about on the questionnaire for everyone who joins the program. And it's funny because it's very kind of like either they're right fucking into it or they're like, hell fucking no, stay away from my ass. <laughs> so... I think it's very, these are very interesting. I was expecting more guys to be like, hell fucking no, stay away from my ass. But I suppose the people following me on Instagram and Twitter are probably pretty kinky as it is, <laughs> or at least open-minded to stuff like this. So anyway, there you go. There's a lot of guys who are down for pegging. And today we're going to talk to the expert in the field, Miss Ruby Ryder. Okay, before we get into it, just a couple things I want to talk about. So can you believe it's fucking January 2023 soon? Like, wh where the fuck did 2022 go? I'm just like, wow, that really crept up on me fast. I cannot believe this year is almost over. And I can't believe I'm actually going into my fourth year of podcasting for this show. I'm like, what? I feel like I just started it. <laughs> and what a fucking amazing journey it has been. I mean, it was after year one that I quit my day job. I started doing this full time and went from the top 2% in the world to the top 1.5% in the world. And now this little show about cuckolding is ranked in the top 1% in the world. That's like 3 million podcasts. <laughs> I'm just like, wow, that's pretty fucking epic. That's a lot of people who want to learn about cuckolding relationships. So there you go. It is popular. I want to say a big thank you to all of the listeners out there who have tuned in to the show, who've been interested, who've listened, who've shared it with their friends, with their partner, whatever. Thank you so much for making this show such a big success. And also a special 
huge thank you to all of the people who chose to and choose to support this podcast by becoming uh, a fan tier member on venuscuckoldress.com. It's because of you that I am able to do this full time, that I'm able to create all of these episodes, that I'm able to share them all with you. If it wasn't for your support, I wouldn't be doing this. I just wouldn't. (laughs) So thank you so much. All right. In January, it is not only going to be the third year anniversary of the podcast. That's so three, three years podcasting going into four now. Holy fucking shit. Uh, so not only is it going to be the anniversary of the podcast of the show in January, but there's all sorts of other stuff happening as well. There's Cuck Week, the second annual Cuck Week celebrations are happening the last week in January, the 23rd to the 29th. And I'm going to be doing a special Pillow Talk event on January 21st that will be a kickoff event, a kickoff to Cuck Week event on Pillow Talk. It'll be myself, some special guests as well. And this will be free for everyone. Everyone is able to join that. So if you want to join, you just go to venuscuckoldress.com, click on the events tab, and there you go. There's also more happening for Cuck Week. So stay tuned to that events tab on venuscuckoldress.com because there's a whole bunch of other stuff happening for Cuck Week, of course. And... I kind of hinted about this on the last episode, but there will be a big announcement coming up for the Venus Cuckoldress podcast in January. (laughs) And I'm so excited to share it with you. I can't share it with you yet. Still secret, secret, but I cannot fucking wait. I am just thrilled to be able to to do this and it's just going to be awesome. So stay tuned for that. Maybe in the next episode, there might be more information about it. But trust me, it's going to be great. It's going to be all good times. All right, that's it. That's all I wanted to talk about for announcements and news and events and all that sort of stuff. Let's jump into this episode about pegging with Ruby Ryder. Here we go. Okay, joining me on the show today, I'm super excited, is Ruby Ryder, the expert on pegging. And for those of you who've been listening to the show for a while, I have not talked a lot about pegging. I brought it up a little bit here and there about my own experiences with pegging, um, but I have not dedicated a show uh, to it. And of course, I've heard a lot about pegging in cuckolding relationships. The two seem to go pretty hand in hand. So I'm super excited to have you on the show today, Ruby. Welcome. Say hello to everyone. <laughs> Hi, everybody. And thank you so much for having me on the show. I just feel so grateful that I get to talk about what I love all the time. (laughs) Right? I know. Me too. I feel like I'm so lucky. Okay. Let me do the formal introduction. Ruby Ryder of PeggingParadise.com and Pegging101.com is a podcaster, blogger, sex worker, sex educator, and a published writer of erotic fiction. She has been educating people about pegging for the last 12 years. Ruby moderated panels at Catalyst Con East and West, was a speaker on the main stage at the BIL conference, and presented at DomCon 
LA. Her erotica is in Violet Blue's Best Women's Erotica 2014, and Ruby also appeared in an episode of Comedy Central's Not Safe with Nikki Glazer. I need to watch that. That sounds funny. Um, <laughs> Ruby's two missions are to help interested people add one more thing to their sexual treasure chest of choices by teaching them all about pegging and to do everything she can to encourage more sex positivity with less sexual shame. Yes. She -hmm. resides in Southern California near the beach. (laughs) Love this part. She loves watching the surfers change out of their wetsuits. (laughs) That would be fun to watch. So, oh my goodness, you are, you definitely are accomplished. You've been uh, educating people about pegging uh, for a long time. How did this start? How did this all get started for you? Hey guys, guess what? I have found something pretty amazing. It is a natural way for you to get better erection strength, quality, and firmness, all things I know you want. And it also gives you better performance and stamina in the bedroom. Mm-hmm. And as a bonus, it benefits your overall cardiovascular and sexual health. It's called Joy Mode. And I love the name. It's a sexual performance booster, and it's made with science-backed ingredients. It's like a pre-workout supplement, but for the bedroom. So whether you're amping up the heat with the wife in the bedroom, or you're going for gold (laughs) in a marathon session at a hotel takeover event, this supplement has to be part of your routine, part of the checklist. You can learn more and order yours at usejoymode.com. And if you enter the code Venus, you get 20% off. So that's usejoymode.com. Go ahead, get yours. Thank me later. Well, if we begin at the beginning, I have always had an interest in anal play, even from when I was just becoming sexual. And I was one of those unusual kids that had access at a young age, like 16, 17, to penthouse letters forum. This would be the collection of letters. They're not really, but letters, right? There's no pictures or anything. They're just supposedly letters. Well, it's really convenient because they put those in categories. So I would just flip to the anal section. I can't really track it back to why anal was such a turn on for me. But as long as there was some kind of anal action going on, I was happy. I was turned on. So then came the epiphany the day that I found the letter that it was about two couples. The women had labeled themselves football widows because their men were always at the bar watching football games. (laughs) So they came back and they'd been drinking, of course, and the women were ready for them with this whole pegging setup and they had footballs on the ground and they had <laughs> the guys bend over and pretend they were centers and, and they pegged them. Right. And I was just like, wait, you can do that. <laughs> do, do what? And so mind that, blown. <laughs> yeah. So that put, it got into my mind and it never went away and it became fodder for my fantasies, for my erotica, But like many, many people who find some kind of a desire or a fetish or an interest sexually that doesn't fit in society's box, mm -hmm, Mm -hmm. I shelved it away and labeled it bad and weird and different. And it was like the secret part of me. 
And I, I was married twice. I did approach both husbands with this idea, but of course I approached it like I had leukemia or something, you know, like, oh my God, I'm so embarrassed. And there's this thing about me. And, and they kindly, but diplomatically said, no, thank you. And I didn't have the persistence or the self-confidence that what I wanted was okay to persist. So after my second marriage, I was 50 years old. And I thought, if not now, when? You know, you get older and you start thinking that way. And I decided I was just going to jump in. And so I had a friend. He helped me put up the website, peggingparadise.com. I thought I was just going to put a bunch of erotica up there. But it quickly transpired or transformed into me teaching because I went down the rabbit hole, you know, pun intended. There's so many puns here. And I never (laughs) came back. And there's so much there. Oh, my gosh. So I've been teaching about this for a solid 10 years, and I've had the website up for 12. And it's just, it's amazing. It's absolutely amazing. And of course, you know, I had to go out and get some experience, right? Yes. (laughs) Because I'd never done it before. And I swear the universe was smiling down on me because I got on this website, which I cannot recommend and will not name at this point because it's really gone downhill. But I uh, matched up with this guy and he, believe it or not, was a hot fireman. It's like the universe was going, yes, Ruby, you will be this teacher. This is the path you are going to take, right? He was just a really sexual guy and, and thought, this is something I'd like to explore because I've explored all kinds of other things. So after our dinner, he said, well, you know, this is really a very vulnerable thing. And I'm really going to have to trust you. I said, yeah, you totally will. So take your time, you know? And then we kissed goodnight and it was one of those magical kisses where everything matches. Mm, And he just pulled away and said, anybody that kisses like that, I want to check this out. (laughs) And that's kind of how it all started. Oh my goodness. Okay. So what was that first time like for you? Well, first of all, I confess, I have confessed this many times. I lied to him. I told him I'd done it before. (laughs) Whatever. (laughs) Well, well, here's why I did. And here's why I was confident I could pull it off. It's because I have just retired from a 31 year massage career, like legit massage. I'm really good at massage. I'm good at reading bodies. I can, I see it all. I hear the gasp and I see the twitch and all of that. Mm. So I'm really sensitive to touch. And I just did a lot of research and I was pretty sure I could pull it off. And I totally did. (laughs) (laughs) Does he know now that it, that actually was your first time? Only if he's listened to these podcasts. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But, but there was this moment when I was pegging him from behind, he was in doggy and I did like a reach around And he had one of those orgasms that happens with pegging that's about 10 times as powerful as a normal one when you also involve prostate stimulation. And he just said, oh, my God, I had (laughs) no idea. (laughs) Okay, what's a reach around? Oh, so I am doing him doggy, and I reach around him and jerk off his penis. Okay, that's what I figured, but I, you know... I just want to make sure. It's good to be specific. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Okay, this is the thing. Uh, I have realized, come to realize, that this kind of prostate pleasure for men is this, like, secret gem that is incredible for them. And I 
wish and I hope that more men would be more open minded to it. Was it you that put something on your Instagram recently about like it's the 21st fucking century? Like, <laughs> let's just fucking do this already. Like, <laughs> guys, yeah. you can have prostate pleasure and it's okay. <laughs> yes. Well, I, I like to quote this lovely man, uh, Dr. Joe Court. He's all over Instagram too. And he basically says, look, asses do not have orientations. Okay. Right. Not only gay and bisexual men can feel pleasure in their asses. We're talking about physiology here. It's not like you have different kinds of asses, please. <laughs> so yeah, that that was me. I did put a very short TikTok video. I copied it over to Instagram. Okay. Yeah. I thought I saw something and I was just like, yes, because uh, like I have a matchmaking service for um, singles who are looking for a cuckolding relationship and I get them to fill out this big, long questionnaire about themselves. There's a little part of it that asks them about the kinky stuff that they're into. And one of them is pegging. And um, it, it, it's funny because like a lot of guys are like straight. No, they're like, no, no fucking way. That is a hard no for me. And I'm like, exit well, only. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm like, you know, I th really think that you're missing out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Really? You are missing out on something incredible. And that goes back to that story about your, that first time where you did the reach around. Yeah. When you give a guy this kind of orgasm, this kind of pleasure experience that is next level, it's like, how how are how are these other guys miss, okay with missing out on that? Like this is a whole different level of pleasure that you are just being ignorant to. I don't I still don't understand it. Um, okay, agreed. <laughs> so so cuckolding and pegging, they seem to go hand in hand. When I first got introduced to cuckolding. Uh, it wasn't long until I had s some guy who was like, "Yeah, I really want you to peg me," and I was just like. You know, this is, I was kind of annoyed by it because I was like, this is just another thing that you want me to do for you. You know, it just seems like they're, the, the, in cuckolding, it's very male fantasy driven and it's very much like, a, I want you to do this and I want you to do that and do this to me and do it that way and with this guy and it, he has to look like this. And I was just like kind of annoyed by it. I'm like, ah, oh, fuck off. Like, I'm not, and then I thought, you know, I'm not doing that. I wouldn't feel anything. I'm like, why would I like that? <laughs> it's how boring. And not just that, but I was like, I have watched pegging videos. The women look uncoordinated as fuck. It's like, we're not used <laughs> to fucking like moving our That's body. That's exactly like right. That, right. And I was like, I just, I feel like I would be so awkward. <laughs> well, the learning curve is really steep. There's yes. absolutely that. The learning curve is really steep and it takes a while to learn that beautiful roll of the hips that every yes. cock owner has, you know, just yes. by instinct. So there is that, but in terms of their, so, so let me backtrack just a little bit because I hear this reaction a lot from potential givers who are asked about pegging about, no, I'm not interested in that because I'm not going to get anything out of it. Yeah. And I got a couple of things to say about that. First of all, yes, you absolutely can get things out of it. The world of pegging equipment will blow your mind. There are toys out there that can vibrate you internally and externally and have little targeted clit stimulators. I mean, holy crap. There's a lot of choices out there. So in terms of orgasmic pleasure, absolutely, that's a possibility. But I always kind of think, well, if that's your attitude about things, and I'm not talking about you personally, um, 
<laughs> don't take this personally. It's sort of like, then why would you give blowjobs? You know, there is no rule that says there has to be this like concurrent orgasmic sensation thing going on. And sometimes it's a pleasure to give your partner pleasure. I mean, I personally take great delight in turning my partner into a trembling pile of speechless flesh. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Uh, well, that's the thing. And uh, I was, when I finally unexpectedly did have my first pegging experience, I was blown the fuck away. Okay. I was like, what the fuck? And I, and it's funny because I had guys say to me, you would love it, Venus. You would love the, the, the sense of power you get from it. And I was just like, oh, whatever. I don't whatever. Oh yeah, they, they were fucking right. Like, and that was the part. <laughs> they were the, that was the part where I was not prepared for that. I was like, "Holy shit, what is this?" And you know what? It, it goes back to what you were saying. You're very in- intuitive to um, the way his body reacts. I was fascinated by yes. the way a guy's body reacts when he's getting fucked. That was hot as shit. I was so yeah. turned on. I was like, oh my God, he's making these moans that like I have never heard a guy make. I can't tell you how many times I have heard givers say that. Holy yes. crap. So many times. And it's this vulnerability and it's this sense of abandon and it's this sense of totally letting go. But the empowering side of it is really remarkable. I have to agree with you there. That was one of the things that blew my mind about it too, because I think what pegging does, what it offers, and it's certainly not for everybody, but what it offers is the ability to kind of experience sex from the opposite side of the bed, if you will. So, uh, and I know I'm talking stereotypes and generalizations here, but you get a chance to take on your partner's usual role in the bedroom and you get to experience that. And at first it's awkward, it's weird, but it can also be really empowering. And more importantly, or at least additionally, it can give you compassion and understanding for the role that they usually take. I mean, one of the things, I don't know if this happened to you, but, and I'm interested to to hear your answer on this, but one of the things that so many givers talk to me about is, or at least just say, post anywhere, is that when they start doing this, it's like, oh my God, it's really hard fucking someone. (laughs) You know, it's athletic. It's like you use muscles you never knew you had. This is really difficult. And consequently, it gives them a lot of respect for the cock owners in their lives. They're like, wow, this is really something you fucking me, you know, because it is. (laughs) It's true. It's why I feel so fucking awkward and uncoordinated because I'm just like, oh, this is work. Like, (laughs) it is work. This does not come naturally for me. (laughs) Yeah. And so then I think that it also helps out when you know, say you've got a partner and they're thinking, hey, you know, I want to do sexy time with you. And, you know, if you're the cock owner, you're kind of going, oh, wow, I don't know if I have that much energy. And there are lots of options. I just want to say whether it's sex or whether it's because sex is not always intercourse. And we certainly know that, but uh, whether it's pegging, I mean, there's positions, there's different types of harnesses to use. There's a thigh harness where you can just sit, sit there and just, they can fuck themselves. You know, there's, there's amazing things you can do. That'd be great. (laughs) (laughs) Right. But you would have more compassion for your partner if they were kind of like, Oh, not really, you know, don't quite have that much energy tonight. And then maybe you can either make different choices where not so much energy is required or, but the point is compassion and understanding. Yes. And often this leads to a really deep um, deepening of intimacy. And 
at the same time, I always keep going here because I've been a sex educator for so long, I really feel compelled to hold space for everyone. <laughs> and uh, there, I wrote this article at one point in time called um, Pegging an Intimacy. And I posted it up and it got a lot of attention. There were a lot of people uh, saying, yes, yes, this is the best way. This is the only way. And you know, as soon as you hear absolutes, the red flags go up. But the reason that I wrote it was because I was trying to impart to all of these hopeful receivers out there that um, it, this is not a Tinder hookup thing. This is not, um, usually there's a connection. There's a certain level of connection that's required between the giver and the receiver. And I'm not talking about a full-on relationship, but there's trust issues. There's vulnerability issues. Uh, it feels awkward and strange when you first do it from the giver side of things. So typically this is not a Tinder hookup. And I'm not saying it's never happened that way. But I was trying to discourage, like this is ever going to happen. I was trying to discourage the zillions and zillions of guys posting ads like, hey, virgin ass in Sarasota, Florida, come and get me, right? Uh, and this love, this lovely man. They do that man, with too. They're like, oh, come and yes. cuck me. Yes. <laughs> like, Wait, and what? This lovely man gets on the, the comments and he says, well, you know, it might be that way for you, for you people, but it's really not that way for me because my particular kink is to be treated like a thing, like an object for the uh, privilege and pleasure of, not the privilege, the pleasure of my partner. And if there's any intimacy between that person and me, it kind of ruins it for me. So yeah, there's lots of different ways to do this. And that's another thing I want to make sure that I mention. Pegging is so customizable. Now that another year is coming to a close, are you looking ahead into 2023 and thinking about your relationship goals? Are you a guy who's single and thinking about wanting a loving cuckolding relationship for real? And are you a woman who is wanting it all? Well, there's a matchmaking service called Venus Connections. It's totally private. There's no scrolling through profiles. And everyone has to do a mandatory three-week course and fill out a very detailed questionnaire and have an interview with me. So everyone in the program is serious, committed, and honest and ready for this kind of relationship. If this is you and you're thinking about making 2023 the year that you get the relationship of your dreams, go to venusconnections.com to learn more. Okay, so in cuckolding relationships, what I hear often is that the husband is trying to convince his wife to peg him and she's just like i don't know she in her mind is picturing a dominatrix you know dressed in latex and like uh, those kind of images and she's like no 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 i cannot i i'm not i i i'm more submissive i can't, i can't really be like that does there have to be that kind of power exchange i know you did a a podcast episode recently about this where uh, you had feedback from somebody who uh, who said she is submissive and she was able to switch that scenario to work with that for her. Yes, that can be a challenge sometimes. You, One of the misconceptions, a big one about pegging, is that you cannot continue to be 
a cock owner with um, in a relationship and be dominant and also receive pegging that somehow pegging is inherently submissive. No, it's not. I mean, it requires a little bit of creativity and the hitching point in there is that the, the part that trips people up is that it is not uncommon in relationships with a man and a woman for the woman rarely, if ever to have seen their man vulnerable yeah. Because that is something that men rarely allow. I'm just switching into the gender binary speak now because it applies more. But um, vulnerability, unfortunately, is really often conflated with weakness, especially because women are so rare. It's so rare for them to see it in their partner. And in pegging, I am of the opinion that pleasurable anal penetration requires vulnerability. Mm-hmm. And you often see it. It's one of the most beautiful things. That's why I like positions with eye contact. <laughs> Absolutely. So you you can see that and assume that your partner's weak and kind of freak out if you are invested in those really rigid gender stereotypes. You know, your your guy has to be strong and in control and not um, not expressive of emotion and that kind of thing because it does kind of turn things on its head. But here's what I tell people: just for those BDSM people out there, right? Uh, think of it this way: you can take your or, or you can ask your your giver to uh, have the harness on. They're tied to the bedspread eagle. Oh yeah. Um, you know, ball clamp or ball gag, nipple clamps, blindfold are all optional. And then you could ride them. I mean, does that look submissive to you? Or you could even yes. you have could them- ride them, and you could actually know what it feels like to have that thigh burn. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Or you can have them behind you in doggy position and you can have a leash and a collar on them and you can be controlling their thrusts into you. Just requires a little bit of creativity. But the thing is, is that a lot of people have the misconception as well that porn represents pegging. And don't get me wrong. I love porn, but porn is kabuki sex. Okay. It's a show and it it should never represent what you think something is in reality. So pegging porn is completely overrepresented professional pegging porn in conjunction with feminization. So the receivers dressed up in women's clothing, Mm -hmm. um, BDSM and that there's a variety of different things that that can look like they can be restrained. There can They can be restrained. There can be CBT going on, meaning cock and ball torture. Often there's um, or an, an imp- impact play as well. So, And often there is verbal humiliation and degradation going on as mm-hmm. well. Now, if you're into any of those kinks, rock on. I support you 100%. But none of them are inextricably connected to pegging. That's the whole thing that sometimes people just don't get. So I think in the beginning, when a couple talks about pegging, often it is the receiver who is approaching the giver. It's important that they know what the partner is asking for and what they're not, because they might be asking to dress up in women's clothing. I don't know, but you have to check your partner with that but it's not an automatic. You absolutely can do pegging is one more way to sensually make love. You totally, totally can. Even oh, though, even louder though, for those in the back, louder. <laughs> yeah. Even though, you know, from my perspective, even why you wouldn't want to tie him up and beat him first is beyond me, but I, <laughs> I identify as a dominant sensual sadist. And that's where this is so important. That this is customizable. Yeah. I love that, that you can, you can have pegging as part of 
sensual lovemaking and it totally not can. include, it does not have to include disrespect, de- degradation, humiliation, or any of that. That's amazing. No, okay. And sometimes that is such a delicious experience for the receiver because again, stereotypes, but often the women are the ones receiving the pleasure, the ones receiving the attention, the men are giving the pleasure, they're the active ones, the penetrators, that kind of thing. And I remember one guy telling me, oh, just the amount of attention that I get paid, you know, and I get all of this lavished upon me when I receive pegging. It's just delicious. Yeah. Isn't that an interesting perspective? I never thought about that. But yeah. that's that would definitely be true. That's amazing. Okay, so what are some some of the other common misconceptions about pegging? Um, that it's all about pain. Okay, um, okay, yes. <laughs> that one is that one is really easy, and I think that happens actually because, uh, again, porn teaches people about sexuality, which it never should. We should have comprehensive, accurate. <laughs> pleasure-based sex education. (laughs) That's Mm -hmm. what we should have. But lacking that, people learn with porn. And so porn, you know, again, it's a show. And so I think that a lot of anal experiences are unpleasant because people try and duplicate porn. So if you flash that forward, a lot of women have had unpleasant experiences with pegging because not enough foreplay was done because nobody's really learned about it first. So then their partner comes to them and says, well, so I want to try this pegging thing. And they say, why would you want to do something that's so painful? Yeah. And and it's really the solution here is really really easy everybody, okay? If it hurts you're doing it wrong. Hey, did you know that there's a one-of-a-kind matchmaking service for cuckolding and female-led relationships? Venus Connections is a private service for single men and single women who want a loving cuckolding relationship. And now there's a new separate FLR program too. There's no scrolling through profiles or sharing photos with members. It's totally private. And the dates are blind dates too. Included in the program is a three-week course and an interview with me. So join now at venusconnections.com and use the code TOPTIER2024 for 40% off the top 1% membership. That's venusconnections.com. Make 2024 the year that you get the relationship of your dreams. Okay. Okay. Well, yes. And I have had ass play in the past where, yeah, it was, it was awful. It was really awful. And I was like, that, that's so painful. Like, forget it. Like, I'm not doing that again. Um, But yeah, so yes. Absolutely. There's the right way and the, there's there's the wrong way. So how do people learn? Okay. I'm assuming because you're an educator that you have, you said you have webinars, you teach people how to do this properly. So it, are there like beginners kind of courses or classes that people can, that couples can take to to learn how to do this properly? I have two articles that I've written. First of all, one is uh, newbie solo ass play, because I'm a huge proponent of solo play. Before you walk down the path of, of trying out pegging, I think it's really important to explore your own body because here's kind of how I express it. How would you like to have sex with someone who's never masturbated? 
they can't guide you. They don't even know their own body. Plus, it's not at all unusual for there to be some uh, anxiety, some a little bit of fear of having anal penetration. That's not at all unusual because it's in such a vulnerable part of you. So if you've already played yourself and you know you've had something in there the same size as what your partner is going to put in you, it goes a whole lot more easily. But I also teach three different webinars. I teach beginners, equipment, and advanced. And those are actually, my live webinars are all free. They're absolutely free. I'm taking a break for the holidays, but I will be scheduling them again in January. So there's a lot of information there about tips and techniques and do's and don'ts and things. But I like to tell people, you know, it's kind of a, it's an exploration thing. It's an adventure. And the communication between you has to be good. The sad thing with a bunch of people in bed is that they don't talk when they're in bed. And when you walk down the path of pegging, you really need to have that communication be able to flow because you're doing exploration. You need to give your partner feedback when they're doing something you love and absolutely give them feedback when they're doing something that's uncomfortable for you, as opposed to, I can take it, you know, or something like this, you know? Yeah. So there's that. But when I talk to people about uh, the whole switching roles thing, which we've already mentioned before, there's a lot of learning that takes place in both directions. And, you know, we talked a little bit about the givers, but the receivers, oh, they learned that, yes, a lot of lube with anal penetration is really a good idea. Mm -hmm. (laughs) They learned that foreplay is not 20 20 seconds of impatient, can I put it in yet? You know, right. That it's a whole first act of the play. I wish people would stop calling it foreplay. It's part of the sexy time experience. And I also really encourage people to never approach that part of it with impatience or expectation. I mean, have some fun there. Seduce that ass, tease it until your partner's begging you. You know, (laughs) I like begging. Before I get into where people can learn more about your webinars and where to find you and everything like that, do you have any kind of uh, word, final words of wisdom about pegging uh, about this topic in conjunction with cuckolding? The words of wisdom I would have is that if this is something that you want to explore in your relationship, in your cuckolding relationship, first of all, it's really good to educate yourself because there's a lot of different ways that you can go wrong. There are ways where the first experience will put you off so badly, you'll never do it again because you didn't learn about it first. So education is huge. Education is empowering. It's inspiring. It can help avoid injuries. I mean, there's all kinds of things it can do. But um, in terms of in conjunction with cuckolding, that part, I don't know, because I don't know as much about cuckolding. I know a lot about dominance and submission. And the one thing that I would encourage is it's <laughs> for the for the cuckoldress, okay? It's like one of those rewards that you can offer your partner that is worth so much that they will do so many things for you. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's true. It's very true. It is very true. So it's, you know, I want you to do all of these different things and have all of this ready. And then if you do on Saturday, I'll fuck you. Sure. 
you know? <laughs> I love that. I love that. It's true. You can definitely use it as like the dangling of the carrot. So mm-hmm. get what you mm-hmm. want. That's because it's so enjoyable. It's so pleasurable for, for the receiver. Okay. So where can couples go to learn more about you and your webinars and uh, your podcast and things like that? I don't want to be confusing, but I do have three different websites. <laughs> Peggingparadise.com is my original one. That includes a fair amount of kink because I am into BDSM and I do identify as a dominant sensual sadist. And somewhere along my teaching career, I realized I was scaring people away because I was writing stories about men being beaten and fucked and tied up and things. So (laughs) I put up pegging101.com. That has all the informational articles with no kink attached, if that is your cup of tea. And then recently I got going an educational website, which is theartofpegging.com. And that is where you can access all of my webinars and things, see the ones that are upcoming. Right now I do have recorded the beginners. And for the privilege of being able to view it at your leisure, there's a fee for that. But all of my live webinars are free. I've not recorded the other two yet. That is up for the next uh, first couple of months of the next year. Wonderful. Okay. And uh, I will include all of the links in the show notes for today's episode. I just want to give a special shout out to one of my helpful cucks. His name is Sean. And he's (laughs) the one who said, hey, Ruby Ryder would be a great guest on the show. So thank you so much to Sean. Uh, As part of the helpful cuck tier, uh, he was able to give his input on on who he thought would be a great person for the, to have on the show. So thank you, Sean. And thank you, Ruby, for joining me. Wait, before we say goodbye, we okay. have to mention that on January 6th at noon Pacific time, 3 p.m. Eastern, Ruby and I are going to do a live chat on the Moan app to talk about pegging. So bring your questions. Yes. yes. Bring your questions, your comments, your feedback, everything. Or if you just want to uh, hang out and listen, um, we will be there on the Moan app. The link will be in the show notes. That's January 6th, 2023 <laughs> at noon <laughs> Pacific time, 3 p.m. Eastern. Okay. Thank you so much, Ruby, for joining me on the show today. It's been a pleasure. Thank you for having me. All right, that's going to be it for this episode today. I hope you loved it. Ruby was awesome. I definitely need to have her back on the show. All right, make sure you go to venuscuckoldress.com. You can ask a question for the show. You can also check out the Queen's Quarters fan tiers. And of course, get all the information that you need to know for Cuck Week and of course, all the other events. So make sure you check out my Moan Chat live on the Moan app with Ruby Ryder on January 6th at 12 p.m. Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern. Oh, and one last thing. All I really want for Christmas (laughs) is a five-star review and rating on Apple Podcasts. (laughs) So if you'd like to give that to me, thank you. Go to Apple Podcasts, leave me a review and a five-star rating. Thank you. That's it for this episode. We will see you next time.
Can you believe it's been four years since I first started this podcast? And looking back, I had no idea that this would be my full-time job. I love the work that I do. And it's because of you, the listeners, and your support that I'm able to do this. So right now, if you join the Helpful Cuck tier, you get tons of benefits. My favorite ones are the private one-to-one chat every month. You also get access to my private Snapchat group. Weekly live hangouts with me on Crowdcast. I love those. And you get juicy bonus episodes. There's key holding. There's video replays of the Pillow Talk events. And there's also access to my private community on the Moan app. So join right now. You can use the promo code CUCKLOVE2024 for 15% off your Helpful Cuck membership at venuscuckledges.com.